final week, Jamie Wallace. Can you be more excited than anything? Anything in the world or just anything this week? It's, it's just grand final week, mate. It's grand final week. How could you not be excited? Two ripping teams. So much to get through. Brownlow, trades, you name it. We've got it going on. And everybody who's tuning in and looking at us, get on the get on the comments. Put some comments in. We can see them. We'll see them in front of you. It's going to be massive. This is going to be our biggest ever stream of the Lazy Out Podcast with your hosts, Christopher, uh, I forgot my name then, Christopher Pepper, the 377-game legend of the East Keeler Football Club. I've also got Jamie the J-Dog Wallace, ranked number nine for triathlon in his age group, which was 70-plus. But more importantly, we're two guys who just love talking about the great game. That is AFL football every single week. And if you're not excited by what we do, well, we aren't either. But we love it. We love it every single week. You're here. You're listening. And for the first time ever, like I said, we are on Facebook. And we are on YouTube. And we're on Twitch. So leave us a comment. Get involved. This is going to be huge tonight. Absolutely huge. Jamie, are you excited for Grand Final Week? Because you probably can tell in my voice, I cannot wait for it. This week, I absolutely am because, uh, well, I just am very excited this week. I've got um, I've got two days off this week. I've got what? Thursday and Friday off. How did oh, you pull that get, one? How did you pull that one? Everyone, get, everyone gets Friday off, I suppose. But yeah. Thursday, I've got that off as well. You've, and what are you going to do? You're gonna get, you've just come back from a beautiful Balamese holiday. Are you going away with the Dal? Are you going away with the Dal? No, no, no. So, no, no, keeping it low key. Um. I don't know if your work does the same thing. I can't, when we used to work together, I don't know if they ever did that because I never had this, but um, where I work now, there's yep. a bit of pressure to use your annual leave days up. They don't like your banking them up. So I always get to the end of the year and it's always a squeeze. It's always a squeeze. Now, well, I think we, we're not like that just at the moment, not too much of a squeeze, but you do work at a, a universal or a university type of uh, establishment where mm-hmm. there'd be no one there at the moment, school holidays. Is that correct? Correct, so it's a bit quiet. It's quick. It's very, very, very quiet. So they're pushing you out and totally understand <laughs> that. They totally understand that because there's no one there. You've got nothing to do. They just oh, geez, get I'm out feeling, there and well, get be, out with the masses. Well, now I'm feeling flat. Oh, don't be flat, mate. Well, it's great final week. You hey, just told me that they're pushing me out. Uh, they're not pushing you out. not pushing you out because you're a spud. They're pushing you what out. What do you know? Uh, I know a lot. Hey, I've got a couple other things I really need to get into. First and foremost, to the listeners out there, it has been an amazing year, and I have a little surprise that I did mention last week that will be dropping in the next day or so. Recorded another interview quite recently, as of last night, and on the podcast, in the next edition of the Chat 2 series, I will be having an amazing 30-plus minute conversation with the 2012 All-Australian Centre half back who racked up an amazing seven Brownlow votes in his career. He's one of our favourites and no doubt he's one of yours as well. We are talking about the great man, Ted Richards. Yes, I had a chat with Ted Richards yesterday and he was fantastic. So that will be released on the podcast audio version in the next couple of days. So set your sales ready for that one because it is an absolute corker. All right. Um, so where do we go? Where do we go? Did you watch well, the games on the weekend? Did you did you have a look? Well, I did. Well, let's just talk about what's coming up on today. So today we're going to have a bit of a chat about Willarioli. 
We're going to have a talk about the games that have been. So we're going to talk about the Friday and Saturday game. Quick chat about the Brownlow and then what are our key highlights for this week's grand final? And finally, what are we doing this grand final weekend? You've got some pretty good stuff there. Rightio. So this is what, uh, yeah, I went to both games on the weekend. Got Mm -hmm. to use the MCC, I must admit. And it was magnificent. Uh, Two completely different types of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying I was thoroughly impressed by both of them, and I have a clear cut winner for this week, who I will announce in our little bit of a preview coming up. Beautiful. All right. Do so, start? do you want to talk about the? We're talking about the games. We talk about just we'll just we'll just knock this one off top. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just talk about it and get it done, and it's finished. All right, let's go. Go for it. Will Rioli. Basically, move on. Been picked up. Uh, not only has he uh, tampered with his urine sample, and I believe he's put a, a drink in one of his urine samples uh, for drugs, but on the night that they defeated Essendon in the final, uh, that particular urine result has come back with a positive for a cannabis uh, a, a cannabis drug in his system. What a dick. so questions is what does his future look like, Peps, from here? Um, well, probably on the other side of the fence there, Jamie. He ain't getting another game. He is not getting another game. Stephanie Blazumi, go Tigers. Well, I'll tell you who's going to win this week. I, I, well, I don't want to let it out just yet. But, um, he's never going to play again. Go Tigers. Well, I'll tell you who's going to win. He won't. He won't play again. How can he? He's probably going to get a four-year ban. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take him up after four years? Would you? No. And plus, what, is, what does this one look like for his drugs, for the uh, actual positive sample uh, on he, cannabis? He's a, he's a mess. He's a complete mess. He's yeah. got the cannabis and the messing with the drug test. Yeah. He, he, is, he is. He's old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's a serial pest. Um, can't, work with, can't work with kids. Can't, don't work with kids. When you're podcasting, kids, animals, and Collingwood supporters, just do not mix. Don't mix. Uh, Johnny Stevens has uh, said, send him. Who's send John? him. Send him. Send him where? Where are we sending him, Johnny? Where? Oh, the Bombers. Uh, the sending to the Bombers. Uh, we'll send him uh. to the Bombers. Everybody go to the Bombers. I told you, don't work with kids when you're doing a, uh, a live video podcast. They're serial pests, all of them. Um, um, it's oh, almost yeah. the irony, Peps, in this one here. The Almost the irony of... Of Willarioli getting picked up for a positive drug result playing against Essendon. I think the difference, though, is that they, uh, first of all, he's actually admitted taking something. And the other thing is, is that he has uh, been able to detect it. Sure. Unlike Essendon, who, you know, we don't want to cause issues, but admit that you stuffed up. You did it. Yep. At least Willie Rioli said, yes, I've, I've made a mistake. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually going to be really, really cool, cool, I reckon. I think, I think it's going to be really, really cool what happens with him over the next couple of days. Cool. He's, 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 I mean, what, what do you mean by cool? Well, I think it's going to be cool just to sort of see what happens because, you know, there's a lot of things going on in Scram Final. Look at me. If you can see what's going on in my background here, listeners, my... My son is a serial pest. He is a serial <laughs> pest. 
And he's only getting, oh, yeah. he's only becoming more like his father every single minute. Hey, um, no, it's just going to be interesting to see what they do because he's come out and said that he's done it. They're yep. also going with the cannabis. Is he, is he, is he, is he gone double or nothing here? I think he's just rolled it in. Why he, not? He's just. Who's going to take him? Who will be the worst? Well, at least he came out with a with a. Um, he's come out with a, a premiership medal. No, true. So he's going to be. Yeah. What's he going to be known for? He's high flying marks. He's uh, exciting gameplay. Or is he going to be known as the the Gatorade kid? True. Well, he still oh. he still won the mark of the year. <laughs> Well, that could be. Uh, that's uh, left a question. Is there appeal? Is there an appeal against that? Why? Who else won it? Well, can you appeal against it? Because uh, now he's a convicted well, convicted drug. Well, Jamie, he was flying high. <laughs> oh, nothing, uh, all right, nothing but gold here. I'm lace out. Um, let's, all right, let's. Are you done with that one? I'm done. I'm done. He's done. He's done. Um, no one will. No one. No one will. No one will take him. He's going to get yep. four years. He's going to get four years. Yeah. He has to get four years. There's nothing else, unfortunately. Too yep. bad, too sad, okay. I reckon. Um, all righty. So where do we go from here? Um, last week's games, what did you reckon? Uh, well, let's talk about Friday's night game. Geelong yep. versus Richmond. Yep. Um, on TV, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm not lucky to have an MCC membership, um, you and I were texting each other, and in the first half, it really looked like Geelong got hold of them and just and just were, were playing all over them. Anything that Richmond tried to do, they were getting either fumbling it or Geelong were just punishing them hard. Um, fifteen shots, fifteen scoring shots to nine in that first half, and then the second half came, and a different Richmond ran out of that, and then. I don't know. I think Lynch just paid for his multi-million dollar contract. Um, How about you? Well, same sort of thing. I was at the game, and uh, yes, I was there, fortunate enough to use my MCC. That's why you pay your MCC. It's all for finals. And usually when you're an MCC member, your team, Melbourne, doesn't play in finals. And that <laughs> that continued this year as well. Um, <laughs> I think the thing that I took out of it was it was a tale of... It was another tale of two halves. But what's... What completely freaked me out about when I watched the game was simply that Richmond, who I thought would come out balls to the wall action, were almost sort of shocked from the year before what they did against mm-hmm. Collingwood. They were a little bit safe. And Geelong, who have played the last few weeks, who I thought would get blown off the park, they set the standard for that entire first half of the game. And at one particular stage, they were not, they could have been nine points down Geelong, went back completely back up the other end, turned into a 12-point play, 21 points up. Mm. But that old adage of bad kicking is bad football could not have been any more prevalent in this game. Geelong yep. should have been six goals up a minimum at halftime. Yeah. Didn't. And what's caused it is Geelong, well, yeah, Buffed up big time, and they're going to rue this yeah. one more than anything because they had the cat. They had, they had Richmond on toast, completely yeah, I, on I toast. Tot- I totally agree, and I suppose the, the the question marks coming out of this, and we've had this chat now for a couple of weeks in a row, is what what does Geelong's future look like now with that aging list, and 
the cryptic clues that Chris Scott was leading out today talking about Ablett and the fact that uh, Tim Kelly is most likely going to be leaving that club. What does it look like for them? They're cooked. I actually think you know, when you look at their sort of makeup and they've got, um, I still can't believe they think that what's his name even stays, uh, Kelly. Mm. That's just a dream. He ain't staying. They'll get 32 first round draft picks, but it won't be number one or two because we know who's got that, don't we? And we'll get into that in just a moment. Um, yep. But, you know, John Stevens has asked a couple of questions off the Facebook uh, Facebook chat. You know, does Ablett retire? Probably not. But he did get he did get found out during the finals. That was one thing that really stood out to me. He just looks slow. Really, really slow. Yeah. And I haven't seen that in Ablett for quite a long time. So that was a bit of a, a bit of a shame. Yeah. Harry Taylor. I don't know. Kelly, we do know he's going to be leaving. Yeah, they've, they've, John said it perfectly. We've missed a massive chance. Well, they've missed a massive chance. Um, Dangerfield's going to definitely rue the fact that... But he went missing in the second in the second half. Did you notice that? He had 18 disposal till halftime, but then went completely missing. Yeah. Came back in the last and somehow managed to get in the best. But I wouldn't have read it. I just think that just Richmond got back to playing the way they like to play. What also I noticed is that MCG, I've got to find out, I've got to ask the curators how they get the ground to drain that well. Right. I need, to, I need to do that at my joint. Because as soon as it dried out underfoot, Richmond were just class. They, they took it to another step. But when it was a bit wet and a bit greasy, they were a little bit um, hesitant, haphazard. So I totally yeah. agree that that might have a big reflection on what I saw with the game on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. But, and I don't know, like sitting at home when – because Richmond kicked the first, kicked five straight goals in that third term. And they won that half, the second half, by 40 points. They were 21 Just, points down and turned it into a 10-point win. Correct, correct 10, 10 points? points? No, 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 almost 20. So it was, I think it was like a four, it was, yeah, it was a forty a forty point turnaround. Forty points, yeah. Now that is a big swing in any football game, but a massive swing in a prelim, especially when you're at one stage potentially almost five to six goals down, but bad kicking. They're going to rue yep. their chances. I will say yep. something though. They're going to if Harry Taylor should pull the pin. Ablett may be thinking about it. Scott says no, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kelly goes. They're going to get a mi- they have to get a minimum of two first round pick, first round draft picks for him. Yeah, you've got to you've 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 got to think about Ablett. Maybe I don't know. For the first time in a long time, he looks slow. I don't know if that came across the TV, but in the game, it looked very very slow. Yeah, no. It, it, well, the fact that it, um, Lynch just got off, just got off the chain, like so fast. Put this, <laughs> put this one in the twenty twenty vault for next year, because twenty twenty is perfect vision. Geelong will not make finals next year. I'll be the first team since the other team to go first and not make finals the next year. Yep, they are cooked. That's what I reckon. Wow. Okay. I reckon they're cooked. Um, 
I suppose the, the big talking point out of this is the fact that Kelly was clearly the best player on the ground for Geelong and um, Grind Myers in that first quarter, he was everywhere. Have you seen his kicking style? <laughs> he looks what like do you a, mean? He looks like a newborn giraffe. Normally you kick through yeah. the ball like your leg goes under you. He swings it out. Yeah. It's almost like a golf swing rather than a football kick. Uh, oh, it's effective though. It's effective. But you know what? Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg's love child didn't play such a bad game for the first first half. But didn't no, see, didn't he see kicked, him in the second half. No, he kicked all. two goals, but that's it. Yeah. yeah but, so they're, they're, um, they're going to have a lot of tra- I will say one thing about Richmond though. If they are on, it's very, very hard to stop. Very yes. hard to stop. Yeah. Um, yep. They were nothing short of just being brilliant on the weekend. Absolutely stunning. Yep, and I got to feel sorry for um, Blitzars playing on Dusty one out again. But once again, so has has Chris Scott out coached himself again? Can we can we play the pub test at the sniff test? All Australia get too clever. Well, wasn't he the All Australian fullback? Blitzars. This year, yep, it was an all Australian. Perhaps don't go bringing don't go bringing unsolicited questions to this Doesn't podcast. Doesn't matter. I'm just going. You know, you know we like it. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story here on this. Yeah, this you is this that. is not a it's not a factual <laughs> podcast. Never, no. You go, we go, go by go feel. To, go to footyology or, or, or go to sacked. If you want facts, go there. If you want entertainment, come to us. Uh, yeah, being an all Australian fullback, he. No, that Tom, Tom Stewart was. Oh, did he make the All Australian team? Who? Bitslavs, Backslavs. Bits. Uh, <laughs> there's forty. I've had three so. <laughs> uh, the All Australian sponsorship. Fo- the the All Australian fullback team on, on the back line is Tom Stewart from Geelong, yep. Harris Andrews, and Dylan Grimes. Okay, so he didn't. Point. He no. was their number one defender. Why'd they put him on the wing? It was stupid. Yep. He's done that a couple of weeks in a row, hasn't he? Where he's virtually outcoached himself. The first week, they didn't, he didn't play a, a Rackman against Brody, Gun, Brody Grundy because he thought it was going to be too wet. Yes. Got caught out then. He's been caught out again. The questions yep. need to be asked. His, his, his finals record is poo. They've finished he, first. Yep. Yep. They've gone semi-Sam Stoza. So they've gone down in three sets. But they yep. lost the first, convincingly. And even on the weekend, it was a convincing loss the way that they did nothing after halftime. They're in trouble. Yep. Hey, if I'm wrong, listeners, write something in the comments, on the Facebook page, on the YouTube stream, whatever. Let us know. But, yeah, they're definitely going to be in trouble. But we'll, we'll, we'll say do- one. Yeah, you go. Uh, Richmond, are... tell you what, I have got a uh, man chub, and I've got a few in the AFL. But that guy, Basher Hawley, the fact that he was ripped off in Norm Smith, he is a good egg. He's he good. is a yep. gun. Tom Lynch, gun. Yep. Rewalt did nothing, and they still win by 20-odd points. He was, he was the difference. He was. He could be the 2019 Tom Boyd. Yep. 
But you still going to go to the big dance. Just because you get a ticket to the big dance doesn't mean you're going to be able to pull out the twist. John Travolta. And John, Ste- John Stevens has taken us right out of my mouth on the, on the comments there. He said uh, basically that Rewat hasn't fired a shot yet in the finals, and he hasn't. So imagine when Rewalt and Lynch. I don't get want to know together. about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to know about we might, it. We might find out this week. Yeah. So uh, who said that? John Stevens. Yep. Why is he? Why is he not leaving a comment on the? No, he on is. The Facebook page. No, it's not there. Huh? I can't see it. Has he no, done it to I your have... personal one? Has he? No, I can definitely see it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe things need to change a little bit. Maybe people just not getting their. Uh, your answers okay well um what else do i have to say oh actually he did say that yeah he did did i miss it no nah, don't know why it didn't come through doesn't matter john we love having you online um can i just say that i almost got the uh living suitcases punched out of me are we referring at, to the next game at the other game which is calling with gws okay what happened uh, so i decided to go to the um for anyone who hasn't been to the MCC, one thing is that you can't take a beer out to the ground, out to your seats. And you have to stand back a little bit. And I thought, look, I don't really want to stand here. So I got a pass out. And I thought, where am I going to stand? I made a silly mistake. And that's, first of all, I want a GWS to win. Where do you think would be the worst place to stand as a potential GWS supporter? Hmm. Lots of places. Where did you stand, Peps? At the back of the Collingwood section, right next to the cheer squad. Ah, that's just probably the second worst place to stand. Well, I've I've, I've smashed myself. I've smashed two bourbons. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did smash two bourbons whilst I was um, whilst I was there. I smashed. Oh, no. Yeah, I smashed probably another. Oh, that was before the game. I had a beer with me, mate, Ash Wall, superstar. Then had a couple other, few more bourbons, and I got a bit lippy. Nothing derogatory, but just a bit lippy, like, oh, Jamie Elliott, Jamie Elliott's going to look good in a Melbourne jumper next year. Or um, Darcy Moore, oh, you were fantastic in Bendit like Beckham. All those sort of comments that you normally throw out. Just a, just a bit of humour. Yeah, just a bit of banter. And that was okay. But then as the game started getting a bit tense and everyone started having a few more beverages, well, it started to get a little bit vocal coming back the other way. Which is cool. If you got to give it, you got to take it. Then I copped a shoulder bump from one bloke. No. So you started getting, you started giving me a bit, you started giving me antsy. You know, I'm, I'm starting. To, these karate lessons are going to really start paying off. Cop the shot. Turn around. I've gone, dude. What are you, what? mate? Um, he goes, if you're going to give it, you got to take it. I'm like, yeah, okay, but not the physical. He goes, you call that physical? Well, technically, in the law book, it probably would be. Anyway, we were going back and forth, and they lost, and I was shitting myself at that stage. Then as the game finished, I was looking out, just and one other bloke who was near us is giving me greasies. And the guy next to me, didn't know I was by myself, goes, that guy's been looking at you for the last hour. He wants to kill you. <laughs> I'm like, here we go. The green belt's going to really start paying off tonight. And then um, he said, oh, it might be a good idea if you just go straight back through the MCC and, and walk out that way, because... He'd probably wait for you out the front and kick the suitcases out of your way. Oh, so I did. Oh. I went back through, past the Percy Beams bar, and uh, straight home on the train. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> and I've been told, don't hang around Richmond supporters and don't hang around Car- uh, Collingwood supporters at any games, and I've learnt my lesson. So, well, well, do you want to talk about the actual game I was in there? I've it was one of the best laptop. games I've got, I I've have... got to plug my laptop in. It was one of the best games I have ever seen. Oh, I'll keep talking about it. I can plug my laptop in. It was just brutal football. Brutal football. Um, Collingwood got the jump. Uh, GDMOS came back. And it was just, they just kept getting in front. And I've never heard 70,000 people silent except for the 13 and a half um, GWS supporters that were there listening. It was absolutely one of the... They stunned me. They played hard football. They were set up so much better behind the ball. Collingwood almost pushed up a little bit too hard. And so it allowed, if the, if the ball did come out, GWS to play. Um, Haynes was amazing down back. Yeah, and it's one of those things, you don't get to see a lot of them. Uh, but when you do see GWS play, they are... I'm coming. They are I'm awesome. coming. Are you getting Holy there? Moly. Are you getting there? They were brilliant. Haynes back, was amazing. Jeremy Cameron, he only had a few shots in goal. And this is what sets good players away from the great players. And Jeremy Cameron is a great player. Didn't get many opportunities in front of goal, but when he had the opportunity to do so, he nailed it. And there weren't too many people that, after watching the night before, where players were missing left, right, and center, he nailed it when it mattered. They were just, they were just harder at the ball. They, they kicked seven goals in a row, I think, I believe, at one stage. But then, when you thought the game was completely over, Collingwood, I don't know what they decided to do, just came out of the blocks. Three goals in 10 minutes. Bang, there goes the shoulder bump. Bourbon and Coke goes over everyone. I'm so, starting to pack yes. darky. Someone jumps in between us, and I literally have my heart in my mouth because if they had won, let's just say this uh, podcast tonight would have been done from the uh, intensive care unit at probably the Alfred, not at Taylor's Hill. Well, Peps, I got a question for you then. Yep. Where was Collingwood's effort for the three quarters prior? I don't think it was the effort. I just think that they got out coached, out set up. Because it was a it was a pretty and but you know what? Also their their guns, there were nowhere to be seen. Sidebottom was nowhere to be seen, Trelaw was nowhere to be seen, Adams was nowhere to be seen, Pendlebury was quiet. My chick oh. didn't touch it at all. Yeah, you so and all, I all talked ones, him up last week. I know. Don't do that again. Oh. Once again, but all, all the people that were awesome the week before were poo last week. Mm. And it, it was really disappointing. And Grundy, you know what? I'm a, as you know, being a Melbourne supporter, massive Max Gorn fan. But Brody Grundy, he, he's at, a, he's at a, a different level. So, listeners, in yeah. the comments, who would you take, Gorn or Grundy? I know who I'd take. But Grundy, he was he had 72 hit-outs. Yeah. I don't think I had 72 kicks in a season. <laughs> I think he had 72 kicks across 10. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Um, they, do need, they do need a bona fide full forward. John Stevens, once again, he's on the comment something big tonight. He's um, He said that they need a, a full forward for next season. There are a couple out there that you could probably get your hands on. Patton being the one. Well, Patton's but going to Hawthorne. But wants someone who's had a few trips to the repair shop. I'm not too sure. Cameron, I'll tell you what. Uh, Cameron next year, the oh, following year, he's come, he comes out of contract. Yeah. Well, and Collingwood would be attractive to club. Oh, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. You don't no, think? He, he, Kelly signed up. Cornelio signed up. 
Whitfield will probably stay. And Cameron, yeah. mate, if, if you've got a nucleus of a good team, you know, Taranto re-signed as well. Phil David, mm-hmm. mate, they've got a great team. They've got a really good culture up there. And if it was me going to Collingwood or going to, or staying at GWS, I know where I'd stay. Especially after this week, because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I don't want to give away my tip at the moment who, who will win this week. Um, you might have a bit of an idea who it is, and it starts with a G. Mm. That's why I reckon my pitches. Actually, they won't pitch well, it. They'll earn it. Can and I no, share my... No, John. Alan Jakovic is not available. He's still stuck in the Wit Noble car park after pulling his back. <laughs> can I share my Saturday story with you? With yeah, my go Collingwood? So, I we have we have basically one. You know, we call we got the, the good TV in our lounge room. Now, my wife. Uh, Mrs. J-Dog is a huge Collingwood fan all their life. Crazy about them. Um, it started to have the shade of the West Coast grand final from last year where she just sort of curled up on the corner of the couch and started saying, we're not going to watch this. We're turning it off. We're done. We're losing. I'm hating this. Go watch it in another room. You know, th- those sorts of – we've all had those conversations yeah, good, before. Good quality, good quality time with the fan. Yep, I get it. So I said, all right, well, whatever. I'm not moving. This game, I'm watching to the end. It's, it, it's, it's, it was off the charts. It's the fans' grand final. It's the people's, it, it's the people's final. Simple as that. It is. So and I'm watching it, and I'm, and I'm giving her updates, and I'm like, oh, geez, it's raining. And I don't want to let you know, Lyra, but they've just gone 32 points down five minutes into the fourth quarter. It's not looking good for your team. And she goes, great, I've been, great I'm not watching it. I'm doing other things. Then, whoa, hold on. Geelong, uh, Collingwood kicked one, and two, and they got three. And all of a sudden, we're looking at only really a 17-point ball game here. I'm like, Lee, you, you need to come back over here and watch this game. And No, I'm not watching it. I'm not going to watch it. I've seen it before. I know how this game finishes. I've done it last year. I know how it finishes. I'm not watching this. Another kick gone. Like, Lee, you need to come over here. You are within two kicks now. No, not doing it. Not doing it. Another goal kicked. Oh, Lee, you're within five points. You need to come and watch this game. Anyway, so she came back to the couch and probably watched the last five minutes. Yep. And all I can say is when Collingwood didn't get up, when the ball was locked in their forward 50 for the last five minutes, I could feel the eyes burning through my soul. That's called birth control. It was intense. <laughs> Mate, you you should have seen the silence. I copped it last year at the grand final. I copped it now with Collingwood losing again. There was just silence all around the ground. <laughs> you, If you looked at that game 10 minutes to go, you'd say that Collingwood were going to win. The ball didn't leave the, their forward half. You know what? If you look at some of the highlights of that game, you, it was it was a brutal game because it was wet. Schools mm. went out the window. It was under 10's footy all the way. I will say, though, the big number 41 for the GWS. Yes, big man. I can just see him running onto the field this week with Christina yep. Aguilera just belting out Candyman. Oh, I think you say dirty. <laughs> dirty. 
Wanna bump on a dead naughty. What's your favourite Christine Aguilera song, listeners? Uh, but the way that he sold that candy to the, apparently the man who has the greatest basketball skills and can do anything in a phone box, Pendlebury, in the goal square to get that clearance in the last minute-ish of the game, that it was just gorgeous. It was special. Yep. That was delicious candy. We'll see more of that. And in wet weather, How- too. How was your heart? Because I, I didn't breathe the last three minutes of that Dude, game. I was numb. I, I couldn't breathe. I was numb. I don't know if that was the alcohol, but it was a numb. Oh. At, at the end, when the, when the siren blew, I, I remembered to breathe. I just I was so tense because that ball just kept bouncing back into that forward 50. And that last kick with 17 seconds to go, I thought, oh, here we go. There's going to be a free was, kick or a mark. It was just... Every... It was almost like every possession mattered. Yeah. Every skim of the ball mattered. Yeah. It, it was just, it was one of the most extraordinary games I've been to <laughs> where I've walked out alive, but walked yep. out just stunned on, on what I've seen. Because yep. Collingwood would no, there was no reason based on what you saw leading up to that, why they should even be able to get back into that game. Yeah. And they yep. did. It's it was just, amazing. It was, it was, I know you've used that word a few times, but it was amazing. There was nothing else to describe what that game was. It was nothing short of amazing. Uh, shout out to the 20 Collingwood supporters who decided to get in fights amongst themselves and get kicked out. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I can why, see not, why not your own game? Yep. Why do you fight with yourselves for, you idiots? Please don't. They don't. They want to fight with anyone. Well, I've... Some dickheads. um, In the the boys' chat, I've got uh, a couple of mates at the game, and they were recording two fights kicking off amongst Collingwood supporters, two different groups. Was that when they kicked their third goal straight? I have no idea. No, no, it's it's in the third third quarter. Look, it's just a game, and I can understand it's... This is some. These are people's lives. AFL footy. Yeah, but there's no point punching on over it. Oh. I will say that the alcohol side of things does cause massive issues. That's why I don't see punch-ons yep. in the MCC because you can't drink at your seat. So if you're going to punch on, it's going to be in the David Neitz or the Percy Beams bar or the ball ring. Or oh, the ball ring. Okay, but out in the general public where the uh, riffraff sit, you know, anything can happen. I still don't like that. I don't like it. There's no point for it. Come on, man. Especially when there's kids around. Okay. I know. Um, all righty. Uh, let's have a quick uh, belt about last night, the Brownlow. Were you surprised? I didn't watch. Did you watch much of it? You, you, I, you actually like watching it, don't you? Well, I do. But this year, I, I and it's and it's not it's not a crack at this person. It's a crack at at, at the at the social media world with Nadia Bartel and being brave. I just, I, I can't cop that, Pips. Okay. I can't cop her being called brave when she's just on the red carpet at a Brownlow event. Can't cop it. What was she brave for? That's, no, that's the thing. She's a, she's a very successful businesswoman. I've got nothing. I'm not going to take anything away with her about that. But I can't, it's not her. It's, saying, it's not her saying this. It's those social comments who are like, oh, she's brave for going and attending the Brownlow after her. Uh, split with with her husband. Is she kidding me? She got paid to do it. 
She didn't do anything this is, wrong. No, no, it's, it's, no, shifty, but... and, and look, she, she hasn't said she's brave. It's it's the it's the social justice but warriors. You know, you know who's brave? Let's let's just go the SJWs who shit me up the wall. Here we go. Pep talk time. We've got the bloody <laughs> fry pan going. I would right now because you know who's brave? It's the single mums who have to work two jobs to get their kids to school every day. It's the guys who are serving their country overseas. Uh, away from their family for multiple months. They're the brave ones. Like, okay, do you reckon she's the only person who's gone through a marriage breakup in the last, I don't know, ever? We throw words around superstar, brave, legend, like they're freaking chicken feed. It's not. She's just, you know what? She's had a go. She's got out there. She's got probably paid a good quid. Looked a million bucks, showed a bit of leg, and did a job. Like, yeah, there's maybe you just want to ha- get out of your bubble. It's not brave. It's not brave. You know, it's maybe a bit of courage to go out and do that, but yep, brave is no. Yeah, hitting, was, the, hitting the social scene, all that up. Not long after the breakup, yep, yeah, I can understand that. That takes courage, a bit of guts, but it's not brave. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway. I love Anywho, Machine, according any- to this week's new idea, she's the only one. What, who's brave? <laughs> love Machine. Come on, mate. 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 Actually, I could see I, I could see Love Machine sitting down with a with a new idea you know, and, and, and a cup of coffee. Oh, he'd, he'd be sitting chair. down. I can tell you now, Love Machine would be sitting down. I'll, I'll put this. So for anyone who hasn't watched, listened to this podcast over the last couple of years, the Love Machine's my brother, Mark. I can tell you without a doubt, he would be sitting with a cappuccino on his couch, reading the new idea, watching a rerun of Ally McBeal. No, he doesn't. Is is that the way he rolls, is it? Locked in, mate. Locked in. Ally McBeal's number one fan. He had had a Chubbs Farquhar for Callista Flockhart before Harrison Ford. um, Mark Pepper, lift your game, mate. Lift your game. (laughs) You are... You are just going at the moment. If that's the way you're rolling, you are just going. You are, well, yeah, lift your game, buddy. Um, Nat Five, I was a little bit surprised that he won it. And won an, won an absolutely Six tanker. votes. Six votes. Did you, have you heard Jeez. this, have you heard this interesting statistic? That he has had more Brownlow votes than games played. No. There you go. Go lace out. He's, he's had more Brownlow votes. Well, it's not hard. He's had two seasons out with injuries. It doesn't matter. It just shows that, you know. He, he's a vote getter. Yeah, I don't know. He's a vote getter. Um, he's a sexy beast. Do you reckon, like, remember last year was Angus Brayshaw with the helmet? This year it was Nat Fife with the arm guard. <laughs> Convinced. So, so the top 10 is Nat Fife. On 33, Dangerfield 27, Crips on 26, who was the absolute leading bolting horse at the front. After the first six rounds, he he had, he had something like uh, 16 votes or something. Who's Amazing. that? Who's that? Uh, Crips. Oh, he was a beast. Uh, yeah, if Patrick Crips doesn't win a Brownlow in the future, I don't know. The system's broken. Um, Lockie Neal. The system the... already is broken, but we won't leave that alone. Good to see Lockie you. Lockie Neal. Yep. Yeah. Also, oh, lucky on 26. Tim Kelly, the highest Geelong vote getter, 24. 
Grundy 23, Bontempelli 22, Jack McRae. So two Melbourne, uh, so two Western Borough boys yep. on $22. Uh, $22, $22 a kilo. <laughs> uh, Zorko, so Brisbane Lions getting up there with yep. 19 and Sean Higgins on 18 from he North. So that's, well, doesn't he, he, he does. And it's always interesting to see North who haven't been great this year. Um, and Crips, I suppose, is another big one. Crips is probably the biggest out of all of this, actually, because Carlton are poo. And to still poll only one behind Dangerfield, yeah. that's an amazing effort. It is, but he stands out. I think, I think when you're the best turd in a yep. poo bucket, you're going to stand out. Yeah. Once again, midfielder's medal, though. Oh, it's a midfielder's medal. That's why there was a bit of a thing last night talking about they should have the, uh, the golden fist for the best backman. I don't know, because yeah. the Coleman is for the best forward. But how do you do that, GG? Go by, you know, the backman who has the less goals kicked on him throughout the year? <laughs> and it's hard. I don't know. With it's systems. a hard one. Hard. Yeah, I don't know. With, with systems know. And, and, and structures, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, good on him. And, by the way, I uh, did get a chance to look at some of the lovelies on the uh, the carpet. Uh, yep. This year, it was the thigh split being the choice attire. Mm-hmm. Let's just say uh, waxing centres would have been doing a massive business over the last couple of uh, couple of days. There was yep. a lot of legs shown. The the pre-show, the the what's it called, the red carpet part, yep. that just seemed to go on and on and on. That went longer than the Brownlow count itself. Well, to the point where I I just turned it off and just I started watching Handmaid's Tale. I was over it. Okay, and you have the nerve to pick on the love machine. Hey, 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 Handmaid's Tale is a very I good show. Watch that. Can't watch that. Wifey watches it. All right. Yeah, we'll see, so, see yeah, good on the Fifey. Second, uh, only the 19th player to do that. And so good on you, Fifey. You're a, you're a sexy beast. And I thought his Brownlow speech was pretty good too. Very humble. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I'll, I actually quite like him as a, oh. as, a, as a footy personality. Hey, do you know what we have to have a chat about before we uh, wrap up? This preview show for this week. We've got a big match coming up this week. Starting this week at the MCG. The number one ground in Australian football. And we say it one day. We say it every week. Who doesn't love the G? We have the Tigers from Richmond playing the Giants from Greater Western Sydney. 2.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, Saturday, September 23rd. For years we've been saying this should be a public holiday. It finally is the day before. Two teams, contrasting styles. People who have been, you know, one team let it slip last year. The boys have finally become men. It is a little bit of Ford versus Ferrari. Mate. It's a big match. What are some of the things that we're going to look out for? I think the big one for me this week, um, it's it, it's going to be the battle of the f- midfields and a battle of the forwards versus the defence. And that sounds pretty generic. And yeah, pretty much is. Um, <laughs> it's, going- <laughs> it's, going- <laughs> it's going to be a battle of GWS's forwards versus how much can Richmond's defence hold up. That's what I mean by that. Oh, this because is just... the mid the midfield is absolutely line for line, position for position. It is it it's the same. It's just... you've got 
you've got speed, class, and um, really great ball users in both midfields. But there's one thing that Richmond don't have that GWS do, and that's why my tip for this week will be GWS. Oh, you've gone early. I've gone early, but oh, I tend to go. Just... I got. I tend to go early. Speak to the wife. Um, <laughs> Matt the ball. <laughs> Matt the ball. You've got a tagger, gonna go? and they're going to stop. Yeah, who's going to go to? If I had to look at somebody who's in their best form at the moment, mm. I would go. Oh, it's funny enough, I never thought I'd say this. I'd go the the uh, the meatball himself. I'd go Prestia. He was amazing that- last week. He was best on ground besides besides Lynchy. He runs two. He runs both ways. Dusty will go you down forward. So you yep. got your backman to pick him up if need be. Yes. The ball I will play Matt through the probably goes to. I reckon Matt DeBoer oh. probably has to go to Trent Cotchin. You reckon? I reckon. Isn't it, but have, isn't it have... exciting just to go, look, you're going to have Kelly, potentially Whitfield, Toby Green's coming back. There's a bit of rumour on the Twitter sphere that the little fella, um, Cornelio, might be back. Mm. Oh, who do you drop? Like, it's... They match up yep. so well against each other. They're, they're high-scoring teams. They're very run. GWS's defense stood up so well in those conditions. Haynes, Davis had everything buggered. Dusty apparently is injured. He didn't look too right on the weekend. Jack Graham won't be playing, so they're going to have to bring in someone for him. Um, Toby Green, he'll be just... Oh, he, he, mate, I tell you what, if you want to put someone for uh, Norm Smith, go him. Him or Haynes, I reckon. All right. So who plays? Who plays on Jeremy Cameron? Is it going to be Broad or Grimes? Who has the oh, speed go to go Grimes. with Cameron? Yeah, you got to go Grimes. Yeah, I thought so too. Yep. He's been. He's the number one defender all year. Yep. He's quite quick off the mark. Um, yeah. Has got a good tank. And Cameron, he will go with Cameron all day. One thing that I want to yep. know is that they're so. The system is so good down back. Are they going to be capable of being able to, because they play a bit of chaos ball, GWS, are they going to be able to contain that? Will Richmond be able to contain that? Yeah, because last week they weren't able to do so. At the early stages, yeah. Early stages they weren't able to because they, there was a lot of run around. They didn't have enough time to sort of set themselves down back. So if GWS don't mm-hmm. give them enough time to set themselves up behind the ball, they could be in a bit of trouble. And we saw that last week. So if I was GWS, I'd, I'd watch the tapes and saw what they do there. Uh, Bashahuli is another one that they have to stop. Yeah. He, he, I don't, you, you sit back and look at what Essendon did and got rid of him for, for peanuts. I think it was a second round pick. Yeah. He is, he is awesome. Uh, I'd love to know who's going to go to Toby Green. I'd love to know who's going to... Uh, 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 someone like Cornelio and Dusty mm. going to go head to head. You know, you got I, Finn Lace, you got Finn Lason down down forward. You got the Himmelberg. Well, it's just, just like there's matchups looking, everywhere that just get you excited. And I'm even even the these. coaches get you excited. Hardwick versus Cameron, they both were under Clarkson at one stage. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick of my teeth into this one. I just I'm I'm looking at the list and going oh it's giants like they've got they've got four big men that can sort of run through that forward fifty and I look at the tigers and go 
David Asprey, sure, Nathan Broad. Grimes is going to be on camera, and that, that just can't be moved up. Does that expose Basher Hawley? So do they think oh, we might have to put Basher on someone? He doesn't tag. I don't, I don't think he's a tagger. I think he's more of a rump. See, Broad's also another one that they're going to have to look at. He got concussed pretty heavily, just an accidental knee to the head last week. Yeah. Is he going to be right? We don't know. Probably will be. Yeah, this is... This is, this is, and also you got you got the chaos man of, um, you know, Brent Daniels at the moment who's kicked some really classy goals the last two weeks. But have a look at the, have a look at the, if, even if you want to take it like to the lowest common denominator, the two, the Ruckman, yep. you're going to have Nankervis and Soldo versus Mummy. This is potentially Mummy, Mummy's last game. He, I could see him going Lynchy. He will. He will go no Lynch. And um, seriously, I could see. I could see Miley Cyrus on his shoulders wrecking ball style. He is just going to throw him. If you're in his way, make sure your private health insurance is paid up and your ambulance subscription as well too because he is just going to smash, smash, smash. And that's and yeah. I just think they've got a belief that I don't think they've had. They've won three, they've made, they've won three good finals so far. Last two have been on the road against really good opposition. They are flying high. I do agree, but is there a part in you, because there isn't me, that um, that the little dark corner that goes, GWS can just absolutely fall apart and crumble on the bigger stage here. No, I don't think they will. There's a fear, there's a fear in that in me. One of the best comments I ever heard from, I think it might have been Dermy, is that the, the prelim is the hardest game to win. Because that's getting there. Anything can happen grand final day. Lynch could do a hammy in the first five minutes. Yeah. What well, we, um, we saw with Phil could, Davis. Exactly right. So you just don't know what's going to happen on grand final day. A couple of years ago, remember when Buddy did his ankle against the Swans? Uh, Buddy did his ankle against the Doggies. Rolled his ankle in the first quarter. Wasn't the same. Still played a pretty good game. You just, I think getting there is the hardest. What it, Many things can happen on grand final day. And, that's and the why. weather's going to be perfect. Weather's oh, perfect. It's going to be what, 16 degrees and sunny. Oh, thanks, Bunsy. Yeah, I just think, you know. Amazing. I, I don't think Lids will get a game. Too risky with that calf. John, another great question. Thanks for that. Well, actually, John is the guy who's taking me to the grand final. Oh, thanks for the, um, yeah, thanks, John. If you can get me a ticket, you know, let me know. And uh, I'd appreciate that's the, that. That's the, the father-in-law. Yeah. So... Let's just go it this way. Let's let's go out and who we think we're going to win. I reckon GWS are going to win. Probably no more than three goals. Um, okay. And I reckon they'll get out to a lead early, and it'll be just a bit of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth throughout the entire day. And if I had to put in a Norm Smith, I would have to say probably Haynes. Halfback flankers do amazingly well in grand finals. Joe Hannison. Uh, Basha Hooley was robbed. Mm-hmm. We also got uh, Gary Ayres. Oh, my base in a halfback, but he plays off back. Um, over the last number of years, so halfback t- gender tend to go well. Um, and I, I don't think uh, unless one of the forwards kicks more than four, they're going to win it. But I, I'd say Hainsey would be my go. Okay, into maybe Josh Kelly. He's I'm... he's ripe. I'm going to go for Richmond in this game. Trader. I well, there is two things. There are two things. 
I would love another Richmond. I love a Richmond party. I love another punt road party. That would be amazing. There ain't no party like a punt road party. Number two, GWS winning. I mean, there's the underdog aspect that every Australian loves, but a Richmond win again would be would be fun. I'm shattered that we missed out on our Collingwood Richmond grand final. Um, so for me, it's going to be Richmond, and I think they're going to win by. 27 points and i think for the what's it called again norm smith for me yep i reckon bash is gonna get it yep that's yeah. that's my tip and first goal kicker is going to be dusty i'm gonna go first goal kicker toby green to set the mcg alight <laughs> it's gonna be a powder of a game we're gonna have a chat next week um as part of a recap, obviously, of the main game and just talk about are you, everything. Are you going? Uh, no, I'm not going. I'm not too short on doing this week. I think we might be catching up with the boys for a couple of uh, beverages, maybe some uh, 12, 13-hour pulled pork in some buns and coleslaw. I don't know yet. I love it. Just looking forward well, to it. You know, I, don't co- I can sit on a deserted island with a TV and an esky, and as long as you get to watch the game, just appreciate the single greatest game in the history of the world. You can't go wrong, mate. Yep. Well... I've I've got oh, this is I've got a big grand final week plan. So let me just run it out for you. Monday done, Tuesday done, yep. and then on Wednesday night I got the grand final footy show, the um the, the the final 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 ever football show. Yep. And then Saturday, grand final time. I big can't dance. wait. Big dance. Big big dance. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be the first weekend that my wife gets to see me on a Friday night for uh, three weeks straight. By the way. Thank you very much for the Victorian teams. I really got went to four finals this year and got my MCC very, very uh, valued. So thank you. If you just keep continue continue doing that every week, we're fine. Um, yeah, like I said, it's just going to be a big week. Looking forward to it. Looking for the footy show. Looking forward to the front bar. It's just an exciting week. Melbourne, it's starting to build. You'll start to notice it, I reckon, tomorrow. It'll start to build. Yeah. Yep. Footy, footy clothes day. I'm going in the EK. EKFC, 50, uh, 50th anniversary jumper. I'm going to be wearing that to work. It's going to be an all right grand week, and I can't wait for it, mate. And I can't wait to come back next week and talk about what we experienced, and more importantly, what we thought about the great game. The biggest dance, 2019. Love it. All right. So, listeners, hey, for everybody who tuned in tonight online, thank you very, very much. Like I said, first time we've done this, uh, we've had a massive response, and we're going to be bigger next week. We'll be back next week doing the same thing again. Uh, Leave a comment on the Facebook page. Like I said, uh, also on iTunes, etc., where you can hear this gorgeous podcast. Leave a message for it. The reviews are coming up left, right, and center. You're loving it. We're loving it. Uh, Jamie Wallace, once again, an awesome effort by yourself tonight. I know the little fellas in the background. I've got my two kids being serial pests. You saw them on video. But we love doing this every single week. Uh, we both love our footy lace out. That's how we like this great game. And more importantly, to the listeners, have a great grand final day. Uh, anything that you want to finish off with before we uh, take this bad boy out of here? If I'm not here for next Tuesday's podcast, if Richmond win, yep. you know where you'll find me. Punt Road. Kittens. Yep. <laughs> hey, and by the way, everybody has loved this podcast, except for Brenton Thornton, who it was great, except for your head. <laughs> Have a great bro, week, mate. listeners. Go Giants! Bye-bye. <laughs>